What's up, everybody? You found us. It's the Yahoo NFL Thursday Night Preview Show. Thank you for being with us. I'm Adam Kaufman. Greg Ehrenberg is with me. And when the two of us join forces and combine, we're Captain Planet. I don't know. Whatever we are, we're looking ahead to the Thursday night game. And you know what, Greg? I, I got a whole bunch of stuff that I got to get to, obviously. Reads and, and shouting out our sponsor and, and stats and numbers and great stuff available to the people if you got that Osmo Plus Platinum subscription. But first and foremost, how about a Thursday game we can get excited about, huh? You got Green Bay winners of six straight, although woefully undermanned. And, uh, of course, Arizona sitting at 7-0 and looking for... Still perfection as the only team in the NFL that holds that bill. How are you? Yeah, I was going to every Thursday night game. I was come with some sort of caveat. It's, be not something. Two, it's not just two of the best teams in, in the NFL playing against each other. It's two of the best teams. But one of them is missing all of their skill position players. So we've got the Green Bay Packers basically missing their top three wide receivers. No Devontae Adams, no Alan Lazard and uh, Marcus Valdez-Scanling, who there was some sort maybe, of expectation. Maybe, maybe MVS. No, he was, he was, uh, he, he's not going to play today. That was a, well, that's that definitive now too. But, yeah, All so right. That is definitive. So Fine. it's, so, so that's why we got a situation where I think this line might've opened at Cardinals minus two Cardinals minus two and a half. I forget exactly what the number was, but it was somewhere in that neighborhood. Now we've got the Cardinals favored by nearly a touchdown. And uh, there's always something on these Thursday night games, but this, this should still be a good one. Cause we got Aaron Rodgers, We've got Kyler Murray should be, should be some offense. You got Aaron Jones in there. You got DeAndre Hopkins, though he's banged up. You got a whole bunch of different people, obviously, that we'll talk about and who you should jam into your lineups and all that good stuff. But uh, we'll get to that in a moment. First, like I said, want to shout out our great sponsor, Yahoo, without whom we are not here talking about Yahoo Fantasy. So, of course, we have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NFL season. If you did not know, hopefully you do because we're here with you every week, breaking it down, bringing you some great offers. You can check out our exclusive Limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum, which I keep harping about. You should do it. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. That's the caveat here. Obviously, sign up for an account via the link below. Deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you play in your first contest. We will reach out via email with your coupon. If you need immediate access, email support at awesomeo.com. We'll get you all set up. You can also claim a free $10 below, which can be used to enter any Yahoo contest. Make sure you use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best chance of winning big and uh, while you're here watching along on the Osmo YouTube page give us a like hit the subscribe button so you can be notified when great shows like this one we like to humbly say go live so thank you again for being with us once again Greg you got uh, it's just even in name recognition alone it is a great game like we said you know something's got to give you got two teams that have combined for 13 straight victories the only loss being green bay all the way back in week one and yes of course they are dealing with a situation where like you said evidently no mvs you got Devonte adams and alan lazard both on the COVID list so uh there are a lot of people sarcastically or otherwise saying that uh you know this this is what it was all about aaron Rodgers. this is why you listen to the guys why you listen to that you know jeopardy fill-in host he's got all the answers Randall Cobb. Is it a Randall Cobb night? So we'll get to the receivers and a lot of that good stuff as well. But let's begin with the marquee names there up on the uh, the, the billboard. And that is, of course, the quarterbacks, the Yahoo pricing folks. Aaron Rodgers, uh, just shade over 16 projected points from our guy, Alex Baker, Osmo himself. $30, though, it's steep. 
Kyler Murray at $40, but as we know, he is second in the NFL in total touchdowns with 20. He is projected for about 22 points. I'm assuming most people are going to look to put both those guys in the lineup, whether you put one in the superstar spot or, you know, obviously just, you know, flex them both. But what's your outlook on the QBs? Yeah, so uh, starting with Aaron Rodgers, is I think there's reason to be a little bit concerned with him in this game when you consider that he's missing all of his top wide receivers. He's going up a fairly difficult defense in the Cardinals who have uh, played better than expected this year, but some of that gets offset by the fact that he's only $30 on Yahoo tonight. That's a really favorable price tag for Aaron Rodgers, at quarterback. You know, we've seen a lot of times where these elite quarterbacks are on primetime games and they're priced at $38, $40. Same case we have with Kyler Murray. So I think the price tag is just a little off on Aaron Rodgers there. That certainly makes him not difficult to get to at $30. As for Kyler Murray on the other side, if you look at the projections we have on the site, Kyler Murray would project to be the number one overall score in this game, 42.8% of the time. So he is certainly the safest uh, superstar option over on Yahoo for that 1.5x spot. He's the guy most likely to be the top scorer. But with that said, there's still a 50% chance about that somebody else is going to do it on the slate. Something that I do think is kind of interesting when you look at Kyler Murray isn't running the ball much as of late. The last three games, one rushing yard, six rushing yards, 10 rushing yards, a little concerning for his overall fantasy upside. So I think we could certainly go other places in the superstar spot. But if you're somebody who's playing, you know, 20, 150 lines, you certainly need to get some exposure to, to Kyler Murray there. And we'll break down that superstar spot a little bit later on after we rifle through all the other positions. To your point about the defenses, though, the Green Bay defense, of course, with Aaron Rodgers, or rather uh, Kyler Murray, pardon me, on the other side, they are sitting at uh, right now seventh in the league in total defense. That's 22nd against the rush, though, which will take us into running backs in a moment. Something to think about as it relates to that backfield, which is uh, maybe not the biggest names, but pretty big performances early on this season. Of course, just the threat to run from Kyler Murray, who, as you said, has not done it a lot lately, but certainly, as we know, has the ability. Uh, sixth against the pass. Again, bodes well for Murray. Um, you know, maybe based on the options he has around him, has Zach Ertz available to him now as well. Tied for seventh in scoring. Meanwhile, the Arizona defense, as you said, much, much improved, even with this loss of J.J. Watt, who appears done for the year. You got the Cards fourth ranked defense. 18th against the run could be a big Aaron Jones night. It's going to have to be, quite frankly, if Green Bay wants to win this game. Third against the pass, first in scoring. So stingy, relatively stingy defense there for the Cardinals. What's this going to mean for Green Bay as it relates to, you know, Rodgers and some of those targets that he does have around him? Yeah, well, I think we have to assume that Aaron Jones is going to be more involved in the passing game this week than he's been in other games in previous weeks. And it's not to say that he hasn't been involved, but... His, his pass game workload and even his rushing game working load to workload to some extent has been a little spotty from week to week. But once again, just three ash, no Devontae Adams, no Marcus Valdez scambling, no Alan Lazard. It just makes sense. They're going to either number one, have to run the ball more with Aaron Jones or more likely when they get behind in this game, since they are touchdown underdogs, probably going to have to throw the ball to Aaron Jones a little bit later in the game. So we look at him at $28. There's kind of tiers, I think, amongst the, the payup options. And Kyler Murray is on a steal of his own at $40. We have him projected for 22.2 fantasy points. Also, like I said before, 42.8% chance to be the top scoring player in the game. We have a really, really similar projection to Aaron Jones uh, on Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers. 16.2 fantasy points for Rodgers, 15.92 for Jones. 
But I do think Jones has a little bit more upside in this spot. And that is something that's reflected in some of our simulations where we have Aaron Jones as the top scorer in this game, 19.8% of the time compared to 14.3% of the time for Aaron Rodgers. So when you consider the slight price discount from Rodgers to Jones, if you're trying to make some sort of sacrifice up top, or maybe you've built a lineup, there's a bunch of mid-range plays you like, and you say, hey, I've got Kyler Murray in there, and then I only have spot for either one of Aaron Jones or Aaron Rodgers, I would, I would side with Jones over Rodgers. It obviously can't be mentioned enough. Uh, Rodgers is, is not have that arsenal of weapons he's used to having in the passing game. That being said, I do want to mention 15 to one touchdown to interception ratio during this six game winning streak for Green Bay. So he's been in uh, something of a groove, unfortunately for him. I guess he doesn't have the Bears who he will tell you he owns. He's got this uh, Cardinals team, very tough Cardinals team in Arizona, nonetheless, on the other side. So you mentioned uh, Aaron Jones at 28 bucks, projected for about 16 points. A.J. Dillon may be someone to not overlook, given that uh, he's another guy who could get involved in the passing game a little bit. Projected for six points and change. He's $14, so he's half the price of Jones. On the other side, the sharing situation, the backfield here for Arizona is, uh, I think, really interesting. And I think uh, a lot of lineups are going to have at least one of these guys. Chase Edmonds, who is uh, projected for a dozen points, $15. Then you have James Conner projected for 10 points. He's $20. He's more expensive in large part, Greg, because obviously he has been getting more of the goal line touches. He's a guy that has six touchdowns in his seven games. What do you make of the backfield here? Yeah, so it's really hard to, di to differentiate between Chase Edmonds and James Conner because they're certainly negatively correlated. It's it's not likely going to be, hey, James Conner and, and Chase Edmonds both score 20 fantasy points. On a full size NFL slate, I would say we don't want to play them in the same lineup, but it's a single game slate, so I don't really have any massive issue with it. But here's what really differentiates the two of them for me over on Yahoo James Conner is $20, Chase Edmonds is $15. At least in the initial build of lineups that I have made, that $5 makes a huge difference. So Chase Edmonds becomes a higher priority, not because I think he's more likely to have a good game than James Conner. In fact, I think this is probably a better game script. For Connor than it is for Edmonds, but that $5 over on Yahoo with their pricing structure makes a massive difference. So that kind of by default makes Edmonds the, the better play for me. So those are obviously the uh, the key running backs to hone in on. Get your thoughts in, in the chat, by the way, if you're watching along on YouTube. Again, hit the like, hit the subscribe button. We're, we're uh, following the chat as well. If you have any, uh, any questions that you want to include there, uh, I see Swaggy P already asking about Tunyon. We'll get to the tight end shortly. Aaron Rodgers or Hopkins. Uh, Everyone Hates Chris is asking. So we can get into the general lineup construction strategy as well. We'll save those for a little bit later on. We're here with you for, uh, looks like, 13 more minutes. We got you till 325 Eastern time before the next slate of programming coming your way on the Osmo channel. Wide receivers. It's, uh, it's dark. It's dismal. <laughs> it's dingy. It's not great on the Green Bay side, Greg. You got Randall Cobb, who I was joking about earlier. But truly, I mean, if with, without MVS, I mean, he's the guy in the passing game as far as specifically wide receivers go. Randall Cobb projected for uh, about eight and a half points, which honestly feels a little bit low, <laughs> given that uh, Rodgers may really lean on him. He's $13 on the other side. It's a trio. It's a, a banged-up DeAndre Hopkins projected for about a dozen points. He's $30. He's not cheap with that injury. A.J. Green, who has uh, been pretty good there for Arizona, about 10 points, $15. Christian Kirk, 8 points, $14, his projections and salaries. So uh, uh, first for Green Bay, I mean, are, are you drawn – to the wide receiver position at all, i.e. Randall Cobb, or is your focus on obviously Aaron Jones, Robert Tanyan, guys like that? I think Randall Cobb is pretty clearly the best value play over on Yahoo tonight. It's 
the, the wide receiver situation, as we as we talk about, it, it's it's pretty dismal for the Green Bay Packers. And they're they're underdogs in this game. They're going to have to throw the ball. I do think we could see Aaron Jones lead the team in targets, but somebody else is going to have to catch passes and a wide out in particular. And I think Robert Tunyon and Randall Cobb are both really good value plays. But give me Randall Cobb at thirteen dollars, the overall best value play on this slate. I think that it's going to be a situation where we could see him get targeted eight to 10 times, pull in six, seven catches, even if the depth of target isn't great, even if he doesn't have the, the biggest plays in the world, he's still really cheap at $13. And he seems like a fairly safe bet to at least land in, you know, like the eight, nine, 10 fantasy point range, which usually on one game slate, especially half point PPR on Yahoo, that should be enough to land him in the optional lineup. So if you're asking me which player under $15 is the, is the player to build around from a value perspective, it's Randall Cobb. What's your outlook on the Arizona side of things? So DeAndre Hopkins obviously has a lot of upside, but there's a lot more weapons in the passing game for Arizona this year. They have A.J. Green. They have Rondell Moore, who they didn't have last year. Christian Kirk was in the passing game last year, but he's been a little bit more efficient overall this year. So DeAndre Hopkins just seen a dip in targets. Also part of it has been because the Cardinals are always winning in games. There hasn't been these play-from-behind scenarios where they've just been able to target DeAndre Hopkins a ton. So for fantasy purposes, Hopkins has been a much worse overall player. And I think we have to compare him to the other options in this price range. He's $30. Aaron Jones is $28. Aaron Rodgers is $30. Kyler Murray is $40. So of that group of pay-up options, I think Hopkins is pretty clearly the, the weakest play of the group. And we haven't projected for way less fantasy points. Hopkins 11.84. Jones and Rodgers talked about both being around 16. Kyler Murray at 22. So if you're playing a bunch of lineups, sure, you want to get some exposure to DeAndre Hopkins, but if you're playing one, three, maybe even 20 lineups, I wouldn't consider DeAndre Hopkins relative to his Yahoo salary. Take a look then at the tight ends. And of course, it's, uh, again, it's interesting. Robert Tunyon, who, as we know, I, I keep wanting to say Tanyan, Tunyon, Tunyon uh, rhymes with Funyuns. Robert Tunyon, who just, you know, had that stretch last year when guys were out where, where he was, you know, an, an elite receiving option, an elite target for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's not going to be that guy over the course of a season, but in times of need, he's capable of responding. Clearly, he's in need tonight. His projection is uh, about seven and a half points, $11, so he's cheap. Zach Ertz on the other side, who I think uh, really surprised a lot of people with uh, his ability to perform early on for Arizona. Some people thought, well, he's going to get there. He's going to block. He's going to be a decoy, whatever. First game, goes for the 46-yard touchdown, had a couple more catches. Uh, he you know, made a lot of people happy, obviously, if they had uh, you know, rostered him that day. Seven points projected, 6.8 to be exact. He's $17. He's a little bit more expensive. Is this a game that could lean heavily on the tight ends? Uh, so for Robert Tunyon, yes, just because there's a lack of overall pass-catching options for the Packers. So before I said that Randall Cobb is my favorite overall value play on this slate, uh, but my second there would be Robert Tunyon, who isn't that far behind him. So those are the two guys to go really cheap and save Tyler with. With Zach Ertz, he's just too expensive for me at $17. You'll get some of the options who are cheaper than him. We've projected for more fantasy points. We have Robert Tunyon project more fantasy points at $11. Rondell Moore at $16. Christian Kirk at $14. Randall Cobb at $13. A.J. Green at $15. Chase Edmonds for $15. And if Zach Ertz was cheaper, it would be a different situation. But like you said, he played a little bit better and was more involved in the Cardinals passing game last week than expected. But this is a guy who's had some injury issues. This is a short week for him. He's older now. He's over the age of 30. So I don't really know what we could expect from him on just a few days rest here on Thursday. And there's a lot of options that are cheaper than him that we have projected better that feel better as options. In particular, if we're looking on the Arizona side, 
AJ Green, who's been the second best overall wide receiver on the Cardinals this year, he looked washed last year in Cincinnati. He's had a little bit of a resurgence this year, and I would much rather roster AJ Green at fifteen dollars than Zach Ertz at seventeen. Folks, I uh, want to take a moment to tell you about our Osmo Plus NFL Express Weekly Pass. It's 4 bucks. It's not even. It's $3.95. I don't know why the heck you wouldn't give it a try. It's the best way to introduce yourself to Osmo Plus. I mean, do you see the Osmo Hall of Fame? Do you see the leaderboard? Do you see the people that are raking in, you know, thousands of dollars on, on all these showdowns or classic slates or whatever it may be? Four bucks, give it a try. Use the tools like so many of those people are. I guarantee, I'm not going to guarantee you're going to win a million bucks or even thousands of dollars, but more than the $4 investment for the tools. Yeah, I will sit here and guarantee you will win north of $4 by using the great tools that are available to you here at Osmo. Again, included is access to our NFL DFS player and ownership rankings. You got our expert Slack channel. You can ask questions of people like Greg and some of your peers as well. Everything that we have to offer for showdown slate, single game contests. New this year, the package is uh, our in-season uh, Season-long fantasy football coverage includes our strength of schedule tool as well, trade value tool, fantasy streaming helper. Some of the stuff sounds good. I ought to use it. Uh, also included, the new, uh, new this year, projected ownership, optimal lineup, uh, probabilities for tiers contests as well on DraftKings. It's the time to try things out. Osmo Plus NFL with our most expansive Express weekly pass ever. Again, $3.95 a week. I don't know why you wouldn't give it a go. Stop guessing, start winning, get your money. Do it, all right? Let's uh, take a look at the defenses here, Greg. Probably very briefly, because I can't imagine a lot of people are going to be interested in defense tonight. I, the over-under, last I looked, at, it was sitting right around 50 points. Maybe it's dropped a little bit with Green Bay not having uh, a great offense, obviously, available to them tonight. But uh, as, as we know, 30-plus points a game for Arizona so far, one of the top offenses in the NFL. Uh, so, Packers, 5.3 projected points, $13. Cardinals, 6.3, $19. If I were going to play one, it would be Arizona, but I can't imagine you want to play either. And it will actually, if I had to play one, it would be Green Bay just because of pricing situation, sure. but it's it's honestly neither. We've got, we've got the Cardinals priced all the way up to $19, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. The only players that are more expensive than the Cardinals defense over on Yahoo, it's James Conner, DeAndre Hopkins, Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray. Everybody else is less expensive than the Cardinals, and we have a whole bunch of them project for more fantasy points than the Cardinals. We have them projected for six fantasy point, uh, six point three fantasy points. But there's also a pretty capped upside in the defense, unless something crazy happens, like a punt return for a touchdown, interception for a touchdown. Uh, Nineteen dollars. It's very unlikely to me this team lands in an optimal lineup. So no issue, no no uh, interest in the Cardinals defense because of the pricing. Then the the Packers defense, I still want to play because of how difficult the matchup is against the Cardinals. So defense is pretty, pretty unappealing in this game. So for the superstar spot, and uh, obviously you don't need to get too, too creative salary wise necessarily. I mean, you can certainly make a good lineup, a good optimal lineup and uh, fit in the key guys that are available to you without Devonte Adams available, without Alan Lazard, without MVS, all of that. Uh, so really it would seem to me, Kyler Murray, and I don't know how many lineups you're building and what you're looking for differentiation wise, but in terms of, you know, playing the odds, playing the percentages, it's Kyler Murray on the Arizona side, and he's going to be the chalky guy in that spot. And then you obviously, you know, for Green Bay, you could look at Rogers. More people will probably be looking at Aaron Jones because uh, again, his role in the passing game, not only as a rusher, it, are, do you, do you automatically defer to Kyler Murray, I guess, is, is where I want to go with this versus saying, eh, maybe I want to, you know, get a little more creative and go on the Green Bay side. 
All right, so I'm going to answer this two ways. First, cash games. You play Kyler Murray at the superstar spot without much thought. He's the guy to play there. Talked about it a little bit at the top when we're talking about quarterbacks. We have him projected for a 42.8% chance to be the top-scoring player in this game. He is by far the safest option, I think, at the, at the uh, superstar spot with the most upside. In tournaments, obviously, also, he warrants a lot of consideration, but the field's going to be there also. I suspect he's going to be in somewhere around half the field's lineups or so in the superstar spot. And, you know, that is the optimal play for just going based on what is going to project for the most fantasy points. If you're looking to go off the board a little bit, I do think that Aaron Jones is okay as a, uh, as, as a, as a lesser rostered option in the superstar spot. We're doing with a 19.3% chance to be the top scoring player in the game. Uh, I would prefer him over Aaron Rodgers. So those were the two guys at the top end. And then if we want, we could, you know, really go dumpster diving and try to see how do we differentiate ourselves? And maybe that's where you take a shot on, uh, Randall Cobb catching two touchdown passes and he should only be in you know, like one or 2% of the field's lineups at the, at the superstar spot. Maybe James Conner, you play for a game script where the Cardinals get up by seven or 14 points late and they're just grinding the clock out a lot with them. I think if you're starting to go off the board with your superstar spot, then you're really trying to build lineups to a certain narrative and you're trying to say like, okay, what has to happen for this guy to be the highest scoring player of the game? And you can build your lineup around then, but that's if you're playing a bunch of lineups. If you're just playing one and you're playing cash games, I think Kyler Murray is the safest option. If you want to be a little bit more contrarian in one lineup, then I would go with Aaron Jones. Normally, Greg, about five hours out from a game where we sit right now, we'd be saying, okay, just, you know, you're waiting on some information, wait for inactives, don't build all your lineups and, and export them out there, whatever it is, obviously, that your strategy is. But are we waiting on anything at this point? We know Adams isn't playing. We know Lazard's not playing. MVS, as you mentioned, not playing. We know what the Arizona side looks like. Hopkins is technically questionable, but he's expected to play. So is is anything changing your strategy tonight that, uh, you know, versus how you're feeling right now? No, not at all. I mean, like, like you said, we, we've gotten all the key injury news. And even the stuff that we thought was going to happen ultimately ended up happening. Devontae Adams reported earlier in the week. It was very unlikely he played. Then we find out officially that as of this morning, he's not going to be traveling to the team. So there's nothing I could really imagine that's going to come out unless there's some crazy news about somebody getting hurt warming up before the game. I think we have all the pertinent information to make our lineups now. You think this will be a good game, or do you think this is going to be pretty uh, you know, slanted one way? It's Thursday night game, so I have to default to saying no. I'm just going to play the odds <laughs> here and say no. But, I mean, the other thing, too, is realistically, like, what percentage of NFL games are great games? I think well, fair, I suppose. You know, so, so in general, on Sundays, there's always something to watch because we've got usually, you know, seven morning games, four or five afternoon games. And the odds are one or two of those games are going to be good to watch, but most of them kind of suck. And that's something else. That I think a lot of the primetime games feel like, oh, this game's no good. It's just, you know, a lot of football games either end up being kind of boring or one-sided. Uh, but that's why the Sunday slates, they really stack them up with a bunch of games. And then, you know, you get a couple of them that end up being good. But yeah, if I'm going to play the odds, I'm going to say probably something wonky happens and it's not the best game. But I'll hold out hope. Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray, there's, there's some hope for entertainment at least. Here's what you got coming up over the course of the rest of your uh, awesome day. There's a lot of awesome content coming your way. Of course, you had this show here with the two of us uh, coming up in uh, just a few minutes. The Jock Market NFL Thursday night show. Uh, you will have uh, Aton here with you, Eric as well. And then at 4.30, uh, let's see, you will have uh, Live Before Lock pre-show, a little uh, 
little NFL talk, uh, NBA deeper dive at five o'clock, NBA live before lock at six, and then uh, seven fifteen NFL showdown live before lock. So uh, there's no shortage of commentary coming your way over the course of the day, especially as it relates to this one game, which if only it were as exciting as uh, you know it, it should be on paper if everybody were healthy. But nevertheless. Uh, that's what you got coming up here over the next several hours. Enjoy it. Best of luck with your lineups. Greg, always flies by, pal. I, uh, that'll happen when it's only a 25-minute show because we've got so much stuff on the YouTube channel. Also, I guess you like this video to subscribe to the channel. We've got, we've got like 30 sports covered on the channel per day. There's <laughs> a gazillion, gazillion videos that go up for a bunch of different sports. So uh, support us, subscribe to the channel so you know when all our shows are starting. We appreciate all of you. And thanks to Tyler for making it all possible behind the scenes. For Greg, I'm Adam. I'll be with you again tomorrow. Greg will probably be with you about 15 times even before that. We'll see you.